TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here dead set with the Greek god of Icaria. He's the co-founder of the Wellness Couch and the Wellness Guys. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. Oh, hello, Marcus. Oh, Gee, it's almost actually. been a year, I think, since we spoke to Thea in Icaria, Damon. It's been a long time holding my breath, I've got to tell you, because I've been tell you waiting. What. I've been hanging out. And I am more excited than ever to say that this episode is proudly brought to you by the 2016 Greek Island Ikaria Longevity Retreat. We're talking 10 days in paradise with Damien and myself, an intimate group of longevity enthusiasts and the incredible Greek goddess of Ikaria. She is Thea Perikos, <laughs> founder of Thea's Inn, Thea's Restaurant, all things incredible Ikaria. Thea Perikos, thank you for joining us once again on 100 Not Out. Well, thank you for having me. That was a really nice welcome. Well, we're just a little bit excited, aren't we, Damien? Well, I'm definitely excited. I know you're excited. You're always excited, Marcus, which I love. It's one of the well, things the I love most. Mate. You should be. It'll be a great trip. Yeah. The countdown is on. And so, uh, regardless of what um, a lot of our listeners and a lot of people associated with the Wellness Couch, regardless of what they know of Ikaria, there's one thing that I am noticing, um, and that is that the world is becoming more and more intrigued by what is happening over on your beautiful island. And so I want to know, um, how is Ikaria dealing with the fact that you're no longer so anonymous um, in the world? How is everything going over there? Well, we don't have a problem with that, actually. We are, we are so unconscious in many different ways of what's going on outside of, in the outside world. And our life is our life, and the way we are is the way we are. Mm. Doesn't that sound good? I saw, oh, it's so beautiful. So relaxing. D- disconnected. Already disconnected. Um, oh, wait until you see how we are with time. <laughs> well, we found that out. We found that out. <laughs> well, let, let's be clear. Let's tell everyone. Yeah. It's almost 11 o'clock at night over here. Yes. Damien and I were, were going to chat with Thea couple of hours ago, or no, a bit over an hour ago, and Thea was out. Where were you, Thea? You were out just catching up with a friend, were you, or just living the Icarian life? What were you doing? Oh, just, I guess you could say I was just running late as usual. When we say one, we figure one thirty. You know, we're not so concerned about it. Uh, and we will get used to this, Damien. I'm in June, we will get used to, used to I'm, it. I'm late for everything. Just ask anybody. I, I'll fit right in. I'm so excited about being late would be considered on time. I think that's and, great. Yeah, and no That's one right. minds. The yeah. first thing that you will do when you come here is you're going to take off your watches. Yeah. I'm right. taking my watch. And I'm, you're I'm not, not going to worry. You're not going to stress. <laughs> I'm not even bringing mine. That's right. I'm, yeah. We're not going to take our watches. No. <laughs> Good. No. Um, That's the best. Being Australian, we can actually look at where the sun is in the sky and know what time it is anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> summertime. Did now. you not know that? No, I didn't know you could look at the sun in Australia and see what time it was. Yeah, but yeah, we we can. We actually we were trained. We there was a movie called Crocodile Dundee, and uh, and he showed us how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know how to tell the time. Really? Now, now, Thaya, being Captain Serious, I want to bring this back to a, a serious conversation just for a moment. Jamie Oliver. Okay. 
who you may know was in your beautiful part of the world recently. He sure was. Was astonished at some of the traditional values uh, that that the Ukrainians were were still living. Um, did you have an involvement with Jamie's trip there? Did you get to cook for him? Uh, did he witness the incredible experience that is Thayer's restaurant? Unfortunately, no. He wasn't here long enough. Oh. I know it's a shame, isn't it? Because I know you've had our, our, our girl Sarah Wilson over there and we know you've had Dan Butner from the Blue Zones and we know that Jamie's mm-hmm. Johnny Come Lately going over there and he booked that after he found out about the 100 Not Out Greek Island Longevity Retreat. Um, mm-hmm. But when you when you see uh, or, you know, when I see people like Jamie going over there and people like us and our um, attendees coming over there, um, do, does it feel like aliens are invading from outer space? Do we get there and we, uh, like we've been speaking about time, do you find that people really struggle with the traditional lifestyle for a day or two and then they begin to, um, for want of a better term, relax? The first day or so, maybe. Some people just fall right into it. Other people seem to feel a little bit nervous. There's one lady expressed it to me in this way, nothing is structured. And I said, you don't have a program. I said, you're on holiday, you can relax. Some people just aren't used to it. After a day or so, people find, oh, I need this. This is really good. And by the time they leave, they've gotten so into it, and they've actually completely, completely relaxed, which is great. So the relaxation is one thing and I was just talking to you before we went into this interview um, in regards to exercise. As I was saying, you know, exercise has begun to almost feel almost quite um, optional for people in the Western world. I look at Australia and, you know, less than a quarter of uh, our population exercises regularly. Uh, When I look at the itinerary that we have organized for our trip to Ikaria, you know, I recognize that there's some beautiful walks taking in the ocean, taking in the, the agency, um, uh, seeing sunsets, going to a winery at the top of a hill and, and watching the sunset um, amongst friends. Um, regular movement uh, is still a natural part of the Ikarian life. How do people oh, go definitely. with that if they're, you know, tourists? How do tourists go with that when they recognize that, you know, people walk everywhere and, you know, cars aren't, you know, such a big deal? And how do people... Um, adjust to that um, way of life? Actually, adjust to it quite well because everywhere you walk here is so beautiful. You go uphill, you go downhill, you can go over the hills, you are you can be in the dirt gardening, and I think a lot of people in this city feel the lack of this, and when they come here, they embrace it wholeheartedly. And when you... When you talk about the, this um, regular exercise, there's one part of uh, Ikaria which I would love to visit and, and we just spoke about this briefly beforehand and for anyone here that has been to a hot spring before, um, they would recognize, I suppose, the power of visiting hot springs but there's a place uh, in Ikaria called Therma, the Therma Hot Springs and from what I understand, it is the hot springs to end all, all hot springs from a historic perspective. Can you just shed a bit of light on what makes the Thermo Hot Springs in Ikaria so magical? Oh, first of all, it's a beautiful setting. Um, second of all, it's all the health benefits 
attributed to it. It's it's a very it's a unique experience. It really is. And from what I can tell, you're thinking that as soon as we're off the plane in Ikaria and we uh, get off get off the plane and we get into the bus, you think stopping by the Thermal Hot Springs might be the ideal way for us to freshen up after our epic trip over uh, oh, across continents and then uh, hit definitely. the ground running or hit the ground walking. That's right. After, um, <laughs> well, as soon as we get springs. off the plane, we're going to go to Therma. We're going to submerge ourselves in the hot springs. Nice. A beautiful beach there, a lunch by the sea. What a great way to start the day. Wow. <laughs> what do you think, Damo? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm actually having a little bit of dreamy time. I'm thinking, oh, it just sounds amazing. Sounds, uh, <laughs> it just sounds so good. It sounds beautiful. Thaya, um, there's a lot of people um, around the world uh, that are aging well at the moment. And uh, we're seeing uh, more and more people making it to 100. And in Australia, in Victoria alone at the moment, I think there's 180 centenarians at the moment. Um, and all of them went along to Government House and they, they had a, a big luncheon and they all rocked up and had a little, you know, morning tea. Um, but there's also a lot of people that are, are, are very, very unhealthy. Are you, are you guys finding that because there's more and more people coming over to Ikaria, are you finding that it's changing your ways at all or are people finding it easy enough to adapt to your way? No, we, it's not changing our ways. Um, when you come here, you'll see what I mean. But Icarians do not change easily. And we're very content with our lives here and our lifestyles here and our traditions here. And people who come here, they, how can I say this? They adjust to it and they're sort of absorbed by the Icarians. Right, nice. Nice. So In what way? What kind of mean, it's almost infectious. So what do you think are the most powerful ways that they're absorbed? Is it is it through the personality um, of the Icarians? Is it through um, their diet? Is it through their movement? Is it through their socializing? What do you think are the most powerful uh, tenets of the lifestyle that people um, absorb? It's actually through the whole character, the island of the people. First of all, the people here are very, very friendly. They're very patient. It doesn't matter if you can't speak Greek. They're happy with sign language, whatever you can do. <laughs> really, you'll be totally I amazed. You can, go, you can go into a shop and browse, and nobody's going to be behind you. Can I help you? We consider this rude because we think if you just want to look around, you should feel free to look around. And if you want some help, I'm right here. You can ask me for help. Yeah. Nice. These kinds of things. Um, the whole attitude of the people towards you, they see you as a person. They speak to you as a person. They want to know about you. So people feel right away that they're being welcomed. That's incredible. And when you said that they're patient, Damo, you live in a big city. Patience doesn't exist so much in today's world, does it? Everyone wants everything done yesterday. Yeah. No, patience is a, is a lost art for sure. Absolutely. So you mentioned – sorry, Damo. Just, I just want to ask as we're talking about in terms of being absorbed by the lifestyle, what about the next generation? I know you've got um, – Two boys, and you you uh, mix your life between um, Ikaria and is it Detroit that you stay when you're back in the states? I'm, right, I'm in Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Yep. Yeah. So, um, when you look at the next generation of Ikareans, do you feel a level of confidence, a level of trepidation, or maybe I know in Okinawa, uh, you know, a lot of centenarians are burying their children um, because their children are, have adopted the Western um, way of life. 
I know you've suggested mm-hmm. that Icarians don't change easily. Um, you know, maybe they're stubborn by nature in the, in the in the most beautiful way. When you look at the next generation, so I suppose when you look at because you spoke about you know say your husband Elias who's in his mid fifties, he still lives a very traditional lifestyle. But when you go a generation down. And you look at your children who I'm guessing are probably more exposed to technology and some of, I suppose, the Western um, lifestyles. Do you think they will have similar lifespans or do you think that they will be absorbed by what we would call that, you know, the information age? I think there's a pretty decent balance between the information age and and the lifestyle here. Many things have changed, obviously ever since electricity and telephones and TVs and these kinds of things, definitely they've changed. But the basics of our lifestyle are still the same. Insofar as longevity for the next generation, this I don't know. And do you have a, when you go back to the States and you look at, um, and you've got your, your boys over there, do you find that they look at it and go, wow, um, you know, there's a lot that they could learn from, the Koreans, or do you find that they think it's, um, uh, you know, that, that, that they like it and they want to be a part of it? Where do you where do you find that 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 generation sits when they see, you know, almost like two opposing worlds? No, the majority of the Icarian young people, and this is really an interesting phenomenon because it has nothing to do with the crisis. It's been going on for as long as I know. The uh, so many of them will leave the island for some years, whether for work, for studies, what have you. And a very large percentage of them will try to come back and will come back to live in Ikaria to raise their families here. Mm. And this is really quite interesting, the very, very strong bond that they have with their island. That's incredible. And I think a lot of people are reassured by that if they live somewhere that's beautiful and that their children love, that regardless of what they're exposed to, you know, when they leave home, because I think no. it's it's no matter what, when when kids get to that age, they do want to see more of the world. But if you've raised them in a way that they honour so much that they want to come back, it's a it's a credit to um, the community community and the island. For such a small island, we have a very large population of young people and young families. It's great. It's sensational. Now, Thea, we want to ask you about this itinerary that you have masterfully um, formulated for this 10-day trip, um, just so that people can get an idea, um, even for those that aren't actually um, that aren't available to come to the to this longevity retreat, just to get an idea of what some of the um, some of the foundations of the Korean lifestyle are. Um, we've already spoken about Therma and the hot springs. I know you've got a couple of incredible um, trips lined up to a winery to take in the sun, uh, to, to watch the sunset and to, to see how uh, wine is cultivated in Icaria. I know, Damo, you're very excited about getting to know the Icarian wine mm. um, and to just to really get to know it quite well over the time. Um, <laughs> but honey, <laughs> honey Thayer, um, I know you were talking earlier that uh, just before we came on air that bees and wasps, um, that's kind of like your, that's like the Australian equivalent of, of spiders, your, your bees and wasps are <laughs> uh, they've got quite a bit of attitude over there, but honey in um, Ikaria is, is, from what I understand, very different to honey that that we know over here. Um, what type of things would we learn, um, you know, when we're in Ikaria uh, and we go and visit with a, a local beekeeper? Well, one of the things that you're going to learn about is the history of beekeeping in Ikaria, how it was a few hundred years ago, how we do it today. 
how we have our bees, the the social network of bees, so to speak, the different kinds of honey we have because we do have various types of honey, which all have a distinct flavor on their own, the health benefits to them, how much we use them because we eat a lot of honey. Nice. Yeah, nice. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, I'm not actually I'm not a very I'm not a honey eater per se, but I recommend people you eat honey all the time. Thing. I'm, well, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I, I I agree. I wish I did enjoy honey um, as much as what I should enjoy honey. So I'm looking forward to tasting the honey over there. Um, and it's interesting to be too because worry, we will convert you. <laughs> I'm open to being converted. I uh, we, we talk about a honey over here called manuka honey, and it comes from the tea tree plant, and uh, and. And it's often been labelled as medical honey or medi honey over here in Australia and in the Western um, world. Um, also in uh, in New Zealand as well, they they discovered it over there. You know, the very many properties that are in that particular honey are good for the immune system, good for skin healing. Is that what you find with your honey? Is it the same sort of thing? We use it in so many different ways. Um, it, yes, definitely for the immune system, and we've definitely used it for different problems related to skin, mixing it with other things in the past. Okay. Yeah, nice. So it does have it does have like yeah medicinal um, element as well. I'm excited, Thayer. I love when I whenever I go somewhere, I like to get up high. I like to go to the highest point and get a perspective of of where I am in space and time. From what I can tell, based on this itinerary, you've got uh, some ideas for us to. Go up the mountain, maybe visit a mountain village, um, have lunch there, and just get a whole different perspective on Ikaria. Mm-hmm. And a boat definitely, ride as well to get a different that. perspective. You think we might get on a boat as well to get a, an, even another different perspective and get out onto the age. Is it the Asian or the Mediterranean uh, that we talk about I with Ikaria? Yeah, I would definitely love to take you on a boat ride just so you could see the island from the sea. Absolutely. No, that would be that gives that, you a completely different perspective right there. And um, and we might we, do. You reckon we get to have lunch on the boat as well? Bit of fish, bit of salad. Damo cooks on the boat. No, we won't. We wouldn't be having lunch on the boat. We would be stopping at a seaside village to have lunch. Oh, Damo, what do okay. you think about that? Sounds good to me. Sounds amazing, actually. I love I like that. it. Do you think we'll get Damo, a chance to go? To, can we can we go to a party or a festival there? Of course, we're going to go to a party. You can't come to Ikari and not go to a party. Yeah, <laughs> we have to go to a party. We have to Excellent. dance and drink wine and eat goat. What if you like Marcus and you can't dance there? Is that is it, will that be a challenge? Can you help me rediscover my hips? I've been missing them for. <laughs> oh, 30, honey, you'll be fine. You have a couple of glasses of wine. Listen, that I carry music, and you're gonna be ready. A couple no, of glasses of Marcus will be anyone. Well, you're <laughs> <laughs> a couple of glasses of wine for Marcus. Well, um, I'm sure Sarah would love hearing that, Damien. Good oh, on you. No, um, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and particularly when I'll we'll have a newborn. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this, Thayer, but um, yeah, we've got uh, our third child due in late May, which is why Sarah and the kids aren't coming over because um, we'll have our, our third child over here. So I'll be moving my hips flying solo, <laughs> rediscovering my uh, love of dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Congratulations to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So there's lots of incredible activities which we're very excited for. Some of them we haven't mentioned um, here. Many we have, but we're absolutely, um, uh, yeah, we're, we're just a little bit uh, just trying to contain our excitement. There's so, we haven't even spoken about some of the food things. that I don't even want to attempt at pronouncing it, but I'm going to. Lucamartis, 
Is that how you pronounce it? Lucamades. Lucamades. See, I'm getting there. You're getting there, mate. But That's right. I really am excited just to really get into the Greek cuisine um, because there's so much that, um, you know, we think we're multicultural in Australia and it's not that we're not, but there's nothing like being, you know, in the kitchen um, in Ikaria and uh, eating your food, living your lifestyle. We absolutely cannot wait. My mum wants to know if there'll be a the food. My my mum wants to know if there's going to be any baklava. Oh, of course we'll have your baklava. Excellent. Great pronunciation, Damien. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting well, good at my this. My mum actually, I, I spoke to her the other day. She said, now, will there be any baklava? I said, I'm sure there'll be some, mum. And she said, great. Of course there's going to be baklava. And oh. you'd use your own um, honey for that as well, wouldn't you? Yes, we do. Yeah, they don't buy it from the supermarket, though. I mean, they well, go you know, that's that's the way that I like to eat honey is with baklava. Yeah. So, you know. oh, so exciting! <laughs> so, this all happens from June twenty to twenty nine this year, folks. There's a couple of spaces left. All the details are at www.100notout.com. If you have any questions, just drop me an email, Marcus at thewellnesscouch.com. Thaya, there is so much excitement as we head towards June. Is there anything else you would like to share with us before we bid you farewell? I think we have just about everything covered. So much uh, to look forward to. I Thank think you. We did good. Thank you so much. We're really looking forward to meeting you in person. I think this is the second or third time you've been on 100 Not Out. This digital relationship is about to step up a notch or two <laughs> when we all embark in a career in June. <laughs> We'd love for uh, everyone listening um, or for, for a couple of you who are listening, if you would like to join us there, again, there's a couple of spots left, so go to the website there. Uh, registrations close at the end of February, so uh, Monday, February 29 is the final day that we can take enrollments. Um, I hazard a guess, Damien, that they will be filled by then, uh, but yep. depending on when this uh, recording goes to air, um, uh, you, you just never know, but I would say once you've listened to this, if you know you are keen to come, then uh, drop me a line, go to the website and you can register there. Thaya, thanks again for your time as always. Damien, thank you for your wisdom. Cannot wait to uh, be with you both in Ikaria. This has been another edition of 100 Not Out, folks. You can check out all of the podcasts at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. We'd love your feedback. Any questions that you have about Ikaria, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash 100 Not Out. And remember, check out the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys at thewellnesscouch.com. Until next week, folks, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.